Hi everybody, this is Pastor Paul coming from the Sailorville Church this afternoon. This is uh, Luke Bear, Joe Backy here with me today. And I uh, just thought we'd have a conversation today about some different things. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Doing yeah, good. Yeah. Doing good. Thank you for being here. Thanks yes, for being sir. Here. You guys, I wish I had your style, man. You guys, you guys rock the oh, clothes. Oh, this whole thing. Uh, <laughs> this whole thing. <laughs> Got the cardigan going, the sweater. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, and first question, I guess, is what is the best bottled water? Oh, let's see. <laughs> people have opinions about bottles of water. We were just talking about this. Different bottled water for different people. Some of it tastes like sewage. Sewage really? water. <laughs> Some people think Casey's water tastes like sewage. <laughs> no offense, Casey's. No offense, Casey's. <laughs> Some people think Fiji water is the only way to go. You can't drink anything else but that. I personally... You go with Hy-Vee? I, I go with Hy-Vee today. I'm non-biased. <laughs> but Hy-Vee is the choice. The choice I go with uh, Sayreville Drinking Fountain. Water. Wow. That's my favorite. That's a classic. <laughs> That's is. like timeless. Um, we're going to have a conversation today just about uh, this past Sunday and uh, about ministry futures for you guys and school stuff going on. And um, I was privileged to um, preach this past Sunday. And we talked about preaching the gospel to yourself. It was out of Psalm 103. And you guys were there. Yeah. And uh, you, you heard... Uh, what God laid on my heart, and uh, that psalm has been super, super uh, encouraging to me. As I said on Sunday, it's kind of a lifeline, just kind of reminding me who God is, um, who I am, and you know, kind of the brevity of life and what we need to do with it. So, you guys are headed into ministry, right? And uh, so, you guys are uh, redeeming the time here so far. It's good. Um, why don't you tell everyone just a little bit about um, what you guys are doing right now, what you guys are headed back into, because you're almost ready to go back, right? Yeah, that's yeah. cool. So, Luke, why don't you start? What do you head back into? What's it look like for you for the rest of the year in this uh, crazy pandemic era? Of yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm at Cedarville right now, and I'm a sophomore going into my spring semester. That's what I'll be doing. So I'm studying worship, um, basically studying to do what Paul does every Sunday, which is like worship leading, worship pastor. Mm -hmm. um, type things, learn a lot about theology of worship and then taking music lessons um, as well are like the core parts of what I'm doing at school. Um, so yeah, I love learning about leading worship, seeing people lead worship, getting better at that. Um, love being here at Sailorville and serving in any way that I can and um, yeah, just blessed to be here and get to do stuff while I've been on break past past four or five weeks or so. I've we'd love you being here too, playing the band. I've tried to convince Luke that it's God's will for him to stay here. <laughs> but, uh, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be good to me. So Joe, what's going on with you, man? Uh yeah, so I am a freshman at Boyce College in Louisville, Kentucky, and I'm headed back into my uh, spring semester, uh, which starts January twenty fifth, which is it's quite a long break, so I've had quite a bit of time to be back. But um, yeah, I like right before I left, I was getting involved in a local church, so I'm looking forward to going back there and starting to try to get more involved there, and then also just studying on my schoolwork, um, not taking any too heavy um, theology courses, but mostly gen eds. So hopefully it'll go well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So and you're you're planning to be? Oh yeah. Um, I'm studying in biblical and theological studies with the hopes of one day uh, doing ministry in some form, hopefully like pastoral ministry. But um, as of right now, I don't really know what God is 
calling me to. Um, I felt the call towards pastoral ministry, but um, we'll kind of see how things uh, pan out in these next few years. But okay, yeah. so look for the church that these two guys plant, pastor, worship leader. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Um, so speaking of the call, you said call to ministry, right? Um, we talked like on Sunday just how our life is short and we have to redeem the time and use it for, um, you know, like I, I mentioned Jonathan Edwards used to use the phrase a lot, uh, to improve upon, like to improve upon the time, to, to improve upon the, the moments, the opportunities that we're given. So talk about that call you mentioned a little bit. I'm gonna ask you both of this, okay? Talk about the call to ministry a little bit. What does that look like for you? Um, what, what was that, that call to ministry? Yeah, it was really just a, like, I felt like, okay, God wants me to do something more in the church. I, I kind of recognized the importance of uh, the gospel, and I kind of asked this question, like, if the gospel is true and God is real, then why am I not doing everything in my power to spread this gospel and live my life for this God that's real, that deserves all my, all my life? And that was a question that just kind of, just kind of, I asked over and over and over again. And that led me to uh, seeking opportunities to like do that practically. And in that practical life of like kind of pursuing that, I kind of had a, like I didn't really want to do anything else. Mm -hmm. It was like, this is it. I love this. This is amazing. And I couldn't see myself doing anything else. And so I, that's kind of what the call kind of looked like, but it was also just a lot of affirmation and um, other like godly men pouring into me and showing me like, hey, these are gifts that God has given you and I see this in you and you should run towards this in your life because this is where I see God using you. And so that's kind of what it looked like. It wasn't like a voice from heaven opened up, but it was kind of a gradual like progression of like, God being like, hey, this is this is what I have for you. We wish God would just write things in the sky sometimes. <laughs> I know, right? yeah, chemtrail style, yeah. you know. <laughs> so, um, so you, some of those people that have poured into you, who, who are they? Yeah, uh, Jared, uh, Leonard, Andrew Bush, mm -hmm. um, Jason Jackson, big ones. Yeah. Uh, Pastor Pat, even just answering big, heavy questions. Kurt DeGraff, just the staff here at Little Church has been just phenomenal in showing me what it looks like to be a faithful pastor, a godly husband, a godly father. Like, what does that look like practically in life? Yeah. So that's just been amazing. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Same question. What's that call look like for you? How how's this all panned out? Why are you, uh, why are you pointing the way you're pointing? Yeah. I think kind of what Joe's going, like along the lines of the call for me has just been like throughout the process. It wasn't like a big... God's like, you will do this, so go to Cedarville and study this. It was, it was more of like I was starting to get involved with the worship team uh, before I was even saved in the youth group. And um, through that and through time in the Word, God, I, I realized that I was a sinner. I needed to repent of my sin for the first time. And, mm -hmm. But through that process, like God really uh, laid on my heart like how heavy, like how real uh, worship is, like a time of worship, music, like singing, is so much bigger than just singing a song. Like, we are worshiping God, yeah. you know, and that's a big responsibility, especially if you're up there. Um, and I just fell in love with that. I fell in love with, okay, God, you've given me this gift of music, and I can't see any better way to use it than for your glory. Mm. And, yeah, it's fun to play songs for fun, but in the end, the only, the only ones that matter are the ones that 
<laughs> point back to him, you know, because right. he's created us and he's created us to give him the glory. Right. Um, so that's a big thing for me. And um, another part of my call was Cedarville is kind of my only option. So I took a leap of faith and went to the audition. And um, God obviously brought me there. And it's just been affirming as I've been there as well, getting involved and being more, um, just putting myself out there into just doing different things in music. Mm -hmm. um, doing different things here at Sailorville and being just encouraged through you and just through the other pastoral staff here has been a big, um, big part of like why I feel like I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. Um, so, And these guys have been ministering too. You, I was just, uh, I'll talk with Joe a little bit ago. He preached a couple of weeks ago, right? <clears throat> Wednesday yeah, night. Wednesday night. Did a fantastic job. Uh, a lot of you guys have seen Luke lead. He just led this past week. So that was yeah. that was pretty cool. When I first got here <laughs> to say, well, you were like three. No, you weren't three. You were, <laughs> you were like 12, right? Yeah. 11 or 12, something Probably, like that. Yeah. And, uh, and we used to do little guitar stuff here and there. And mm -hmm. he was a shy kid. And now he's, you know, leading worship. Yeah. You guys, you know, have grown up in the Lord and great parents and great role models here from the staff and everything like you guys mentioned. So thanks for following um, God's lead. And for you guys out there, um, one of the things I want to do with this podcast today is just like encourage them to pray for you guys. You guys are specifically mm -hmm. going into ministry. So Luke Bear, Joe Backey, uh, put them on your prayer list, be praying for them, lifted them up. Um, they're, uh, they're shooting for ministry and we're proud of you guys. So um, talk a little bit about, well, before we do that, just you guys mentioned on this, uh, this topic, just a little bit about God's leading, God's call, um, we get this question sometimes, and so I think it's probably good to mention is that um, if if you are passionate about doing something like preaching, communicating the gospel, doing music, worshiping, um, you're passionate about it, you love doing it, right? Number one, and then number two, uh, you have the uh, the opportunity to do it, right? You've had opportunities to lead, you get opportunities to preach, and then number three, people are saying, well, you know what, you're pretty good at this like this is something you could really do yeah you have people encouraging you those three things i found is is a pretty good indication of what you should be doing you know with your talents with your time with your ministry and so um you guys are just perfect examples of that so i wanted to bring that up for people because sometimes people say you know how do i know god's will for my life well what's god giving you a passion for what do you love doing yeah. right you get up in the morning like i get to do you know Tanner's back here on the camera behind, and, and he <laughs> loves like all the tech stuff, and he can rattle off these numbers, and like it's just all completely different language to me. And he's, but he loves it, and he lives and breathes it, and he's good at it, and he has opportunity for it, so he's in the spot, you know. Yeah. So those those three things, uh, if you're if you're asking about, you know, what is God's will for my life? What should I be doing? What what do I what I want to get up in the morning to do? What do I have opportunity to do? And, you know, like those, where, where's God's open, where's God opening the door? And then what are people encouraging me and doing godly people that, you know, I trust are saying, go for it. You know, mm -hmm. those are three pretty good indicators. So you guys have also mentioned about just scripture and being guided by scripture, which is super important, obviously, um, of paramount importance really to, uh, to believers. So what are some scriptures lately or, or just a, a scripture overall that has been just super encouraging to you in your ministry, your life, where you're headed? Um, what's something that God's really used in your life? Let's start with Luke. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was really clinging to Psalm 63 and Psalm mm. 66. Uh, just over the last semester, I was in stuck in the, like a quarantine isolation type thing for a while because people in my dorm were getting uh, COVID. So I spent a lot of time alone, actually. Um, and Psalm 63 just talks about 
like I I thirst for the Lord, um, like <laughs> like water in a dry in a dry land. Mm-hmm. Like that is what God is for the psalmist. Um, and then talking about how the steadfast love of the Lord is better than life itself. And really asking myself, like, what do I desire most? Um, and that's something that even I've gone I've gone into just different passages throughout Scripture. But thinking about that passage right now, God has been like revealing to me a lot is like I desire His love, just that love of Him most. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, am I seeking that out? Do I actually thirst just the just to be with my Father? Um, and like that's that's just so comforting to me, and it was over the last semester. And then Psalm sixty six, kind of taking the other end of it, the end of Psalm sixty six, it um, it says like, "Come, all those who fear God, and let me tell what He has done for my soul." And just think about those things like, what has God done for my soul? Mm-hmm. Not what has He given me on earth? Like, what are the material blessings that I have? But like, like Lord, what have You done for my soul recently? Mm-hmm. And one of those big things I mentioned was like, he's been my comfort. Um, there are times in the semester when I was just walking outside with no one else because I couldn't, couldn't be with anyone else. And I was like, God, I feel least alone right now. It's because I was with him. Um, so like those, those two psalms especially have been on my heart past semester. Awesome. Mine awesome. have yeah. also been two psalms. Um, <laughs> I've been thinking something outside the Psalms. <laughs> um, I've been reading through uh, Psalm 51 and Psalm, a section of <clears throat> Psalm 119, uh, pretty much on the daily. You're um, not going to tell us the entire Psalm 119. Right no. <laughs> <laughs> um, just for like that, um, it's Psalm 51. Just praying through that and like that idea of like a daily confession of like, hey, God, I am so. I'm so weak mm-hmm. and I'm so susceptible to sin and it's my flesh, but you give me a spirit that's willing to sustain me. Give me a steadfast spirit. Remind me of the salvation that I have and give me joy in my daily walk. Mm-hmm. And that's along the same lines of the section of um, Psalm 119 I'm reading, uh, turn my eyes away from worthless things. Oh yeah, that verse, yeah. Help me not pursue selfish gain. Let me, let me fear you and gain wisdom. You know, just that idea of like a submission to God and asking for his divine power to help me succeed in my daily life. That verse, turn my eyes away from worthless things. That's over and over in my life, man, because we are so susceptible to getting on our eyes on shiny things that are kind of worthless, you know, don't really mean very much. And uh, you guys are really, in the Psalms that you said, you're, you're really talking about the benefits that God gives you, right? I mean, you're talking about the comfort that it gives you. You're talking, you're talking about the, the recounting the benefits, which is what we talked about on Sunday, yeah, right? Yeah. So um, Psalm 103, which would be mine and currently, and, and also Romans 8.1, I've come to love as well. There's now therefore no condemnation to those in Christ Jesus, just <laughs> reminding my own soul that. But it goes along with Psalm 103, is that I'm reminding my soul the benefits in God. And one of those benefits is he uh, forgives all your iniquity. He heals all your diseases, you know, which is goes along with Romans 8, but um, the idea of preaching, preaching those, remembering those benefits, you know, Psalm 103 says, don't forget, don't forget, right? Um, and, and preaching to yourself, the gospel to yourself, bless the Lord, O my soul, all that is within me, bless his holy name, name. Keep, keep that in front of you all the time. For you guys, I guess, what is, uh, after hearing the message, maybe thinking about it a little bit, 
what are the benefits that your soul tends to forget easiest? Mm. Maybe of those, mm. uh, some of the ones that you might remember. I didn't prepare you guys ahead of time, so I'm right, putting you right, on the spot right. a little bit. <clears throat> I am a very forgetful person. <laughs> and um, I kind of recognized that in the middle of this fall semester. And so I, I, wrote, I wrote up a prayer to say in the morning, just to remind me of like things about God. God, you are the creator of the cosmos, mm -hmm. and yet you sent your son to die for me. Mm -hmm. That's in itself astounding and should make me live a completely different way than I do. Mm -hmm. And reminding it, you, you're worthy of praise. You're worthy of my life and dedication. And help me to turn away from these things that I, my flesh so wants me to pursue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and just that reminder of like, like you said in your message of like, remembering what your place is, remembering what God's place is, and then living that out practically. Mm -hmm. um, I'm so prone to forget like who Jesus is and what he's done for me mm -hmm. and that what we're called to do uh, because of that. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Luke? I think, yeah, the one I, I'm most prone to forget is like one about God, you like restore me to like my the youth or yeah, time of the my, eagle's wings. Yeah. Re re restore my renew my youth like the eagles yeah 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 i think that that's the biggest one i forget a lot because i'm someone who's like when i am convicted of a sin i'm just like oh man god like like i confess like i'm so terrible and like i'll confess my sin and then i just won't i'll forget about that whole like lord you renew me <laughs> like you know i'll, yeah, I'll walk yeah. away like oh man i suck and it'll be like a whole like 24 hours of i suck okay now i'm better <laughs> But it's like, no, like the Lord, he like renews me right there, right then and there. Um, just to like, just back to just being refreshed by just the gospel. And I'm so prone to just wallow and, mm -hmm. and just sit there and yeah, it's, it's gone. Like he's separated my sin as far as east is from the west, oh, but yeah. I, I just still feel down. But it's like, God's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like I've taken the sin from you. You don't need to confess or ask for forgiveness again he's yeah. like just let me let me renew you walk in joy in that. one of the things now that you mentioned that um i think i mentioned it in one service but it's kind of a thing i was thinking about where you, you mentioned the verse he has separated our sins as far as the east is from the west mm -hmm. which we did say in the message you know if you go east you never go west if you go yeah. west you never go east and so it's a it's an it's an immeasurable measurement god gives us to say this is how far <laughs> this immeasurable the length is how far your sin separated from you if you're in Christ. And so um, what, what I didn't say in a couple of the messages, I think, is that I think some people live like, I know I tend to live like sometimes that God has separated my sin as far as the north is from the south. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So like, oh, God separated my sin from me, and then uh, now I'm responsible for it again. And Oh, he separated, now I'm responsible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. when you go north, you're eventually going to go south, right? Mm -hmm. And so just that just repeating to my own soul that no 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 you know it, it's it's not that god is ready to you know as soon as you fall he's ready to to smack you down you know he loves you and he's taking that sin as far as east is from the west and he's put it all in mm -hmm. his son and and just the freedom that that gives to my to my own soul is is pretty astounding so that's that's one of the ones i'm glad you mentioned that for me um but also just that you know going along with that he does not treat us like we deserve he doesn't yeah. treat us like our sins deserve you know um, and that as a father, says as a father pities his children, so 
God has, has pity on us. He, rem- he, he knows our frame. He remembers that we are just dust. Yeah. And uh, just the compassion that God has for me um, is, is something that I continually try to preach to myself. And that God's a good father. You know, there's one of the, one of the pictures God gives us a lot in Scripture. It's just the, the good fatherliness of him, you know. Yeah. And we've got good dads. I know your dads. I know my dad. We've all got good dads. Some people didn't have super good dads, maybe. Um, and however we, you know, tend to uh, look at our own dads or, or had our relationship with our own dad, our earthly dad, sometimes we project that on God, mm. you know? And so some of those uh, shortcomings of our own dads, we think God's like that. Uh, and someone who maybe had a really rough time with their fathers, you know, they really think God's, you know, if that, their dad was super just like smacking them down for anything, you know, like mm-hmm. the first time you mess up, then I'm coming down on you hard. And that's what they start thinking God's like. But um, when Scripture keeps repeating over and over about how God is a good father, you know, um, that he's a perfect father, um, that just is super comforting to my own, my own soul, you know, that just that he's going to deal justly with me and he's going to deal lovingly with me. He remembers my frame. He remembers that I'm dust, you know, and, he, yeah. and, I, and I'm his, his dearly loved child. So that's just super comforting to my own soul. So... Um, Anyway, any other any things that popped out from the message for you guys uh, this past Sunday? And uh, if not, that's okay. Or any questions you guys had, um, that's cool too. But, you know, anything that kind of, anything else you, you remember from Sunday? Yeah, um, that line, the as far as the East is from the West, um, it reminded me of uh, another Sunday earlier this semester where I had read that verse in the morning and then uh, the pastor preached a verse on rejoicing in the victory of God removing your sin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was like, just, it was amazing because it was like, okay, God has done this. God has removed my sin as far as the east is from the west. I need to rejoice in that fact. Mm-hmm. That this is an amazing feat that God has done in my life and the victory that he has should sustain me because he's given me victory here. He can give me victory in other places. No, no temptation as over... Is, you know, I'm taking you except what is common to man. Yeah, God is faithful, and He will not let you tempt me on what you compare. When you are tempted, He will provide a way out so you can stand up under it. First Corinthians ten thirteen. Hey, love that go. verse. Man. You got you to gotta have that verse. Yes, yeah. Amen. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Close get me rolling, man. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I think bounce off what you were saying. Yeah. Just something that stuck out to me most was. Um, like we, like God doesn't deal with us what we deserve, and it's yep. like I deserve nothing. So how much sweeter does that make the life that I have now? Yeah. And like talking about forgetting things, I forget that a lot too. And just leaving Sunday, I was like, okay, Lord, like I'm going to meditate on that. Like I deserve the worst of the worst. So how much sweeter does make does that make the life you've given me now? Yeah. And it's like. It makes everything so much better. And you're, you're like, you want the key to happiness? There it is right there. And it is. It's just like rejoicing and like, God, like, wow, you, you're so good to me. Yeah. And yeah. that's something that stuck out to me a lot. And another thing that you kind of said jokingly was you were like talking about your old band that you were in. You're ah, like, Gold no, Top. Yeah, oh, Gold yeah. Top. Best band in the land. There you go. Still <laughs> need their, still need their CD. But, you know. I got um, a CD in my office. I listen really? to it on the way home. All right, all right. I'm a CD player, so. <laughs> Typical <laughs> millennial. a CD player. Exactly. <laughs> but you're talking about, like, you're like, I'm at Sailorville, and I see people come to the Lord, and I get to see people worship, and yeah. that is the pinnacle Best gig. gig. Best gig right? ever. Yeah, that's like, and you're like, I'm just like, dude, amen. You can, yeah. like, you can play for thousands of people, but 
being at a church where you can personally see them grow, right. like, wow. Right. That's what ministry is, I feel like. Is yeah. Yeah, and just like, you know, uh, someone sent me a link the other day of um, a testimony that someone was giving, and they were talking about how a, a song the band had chosen to play hmm. just used the Word of God that day, and the song kind of grabbed that, and the Spirit used those things, and 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 they were convicted of their sin, and they, they believed. Hmm. And it's just like, I don't ever, you know, I don't need to sell any tickets or I don't need to be on it. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. And uh, whether you're in a small church or a big church or whatever, you know, God's put you where he's put you and he gives you that joy sometimes. And that's, that's a great thing about being here at Sailorville. It <laughs> seems to happen a lot. Praise the Lord. So I um, want to thank you guys for talking today. Um, right before we go, um, you guys are always saying words that I don't know. <laughs> um, and so best uh, best uh, word that I don't know as an older guy from your guys' college experience right now Luke you, you have a lot of them so you go first oh I have a lot of them he says words sometimes I just have no idea okay this is the, probably the best one current word, slang right current slang is that what it is current slang yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah go for it I think the best one is probably uh, biz <laughs> Recently, this is actually discovered by Paul. Because <laughs> you said it. <laughs> I said it. I said it unknowingly. But now, if you say biz, I just mean someone's bizarre. Bizarre, right? It's so biz. That's biz, dog. Right. So you know? there you go, internet land. You biz. get a new word today. You're welcome. And, and what about you? Cracked. Whoa. Cracked and cracked. It means you're really good at something. You are. What? Really? Yeah. You so are you're, cracked. You're cracked at guitar. I am cracked at guitar. <laughs> I never ever knew that before. That's great. I've never heard of that. <laughs> Different parts of the country here, okay? Yeah. You guys yeah, spit right. water everywhere? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I want to thank you guys again. Thank you. You guys can take those words, put them in your vocabulary. Mm. You're very welcome. Yes. Remember to pray for Luke and Joe. Um, they're headed in, into ministry. So um, if you see them around the church here in the next couple weeks, uh, if they're still around here, grab them. Let them know you're praying for them. And uh, if there's any questions uh, that you guys have for myself personally, any of the staff here, even these guys, um, let us know. Um, you can get, get in touch with us on the website or call into the church. We'd love to help you out in any way we can. And uh, also just wanted to thank Tanner Archer. He's behind the camera right there. It's his birthday today. Oh, what? Happy birthday. He came in on his birthday today. He's probably going to edit this out, but <laughs> I don't care. Happy birthday, Tanner. <laughs> thank you, guys. And uh, we love you. We're praying for you. And uh, blessings. We'll see you.